It's safe to say that perfection doesn't exist, right? We should all understand this and looking for it in relationships is only hurting us. Many of us don't know the difference, what I've come to find out, the difference between somebody who is worth it and somebody who is perfect. And that's what we're here to talk about today. I'm Angie, stick around with me and let's talk love. As inspired as I always am, I saw this somewhere and decided that this would be a great podcast to talk about and to elaborate on, you know, somebody who is worth it versus somebody who is perfect. Because I think we have these different ideas of what stuff is supposed to look like to us. And I I like to say that I'm very much an expertise and I hate to say this, but I have to be honest because, you know, I'm all about raw and transparency. I am an expertise on trying to look for perfection in relationships, sadly. Not something I am proud of, but it's just my truth. And most of us throw perfection around as if it's something for us to be proud of. Perfection is not something for us to throw around as, yes, I'm a perfectionist or to wear as like some kind of badge of honor. In fact, it's one of those green flags. You guys know how I talk about green flags that ultimately could be red flags well perfectionism is one of those green flags that are really red flags and what i'm trying to say here with this is it's it's nice to say perfect i'm a perfectionist right it's nice to say it sounds good but the actions behind it aren't always good When I think of perfectionism and people that say that about themselves, it's because of the word that's in it. It's nice to think that we may be perfect without blemish and without flaws, but that's not the case. Perfectionism can come from like how we grew up, any um, the need to be accepted, judgment that we face, abusive parents, um, or any internal or external pressure. And that's a conversation that we can have separately or you can figure out on your own of what caused this for you. Uh, Perfectionism is, to me, one of the worst things that can happen to a person. And I grew up around people who idealized perfection and it was kind of ingrained in me. Like, you know, my people were very... um, appeared as though you had to dot every I and cross every T and all of these things that kind of just stood with me over time and I expect that from my significant other because that's what I'm expecting from myself and it's not always a good thing it's not always a good feeling because perfectionism will can possibly ruin your relationship if you find yourself being a judgmental woman looking for a man, looking for the perfect woman or man, let me explain something to you. You are going down a dark path and I'm telling you this from experience. You have to remember that who you are, what you stand for, your your, your values and all that is going to impact your relationship. So when you are looking for perfection in your relationship, you are a person that comes off Um, like you lack patience because everything will need to be done how you want it done in the time frame that you need it done and it never works that way relationships just don't work that way like you you're everything is not going to be done how you think that it should be done and I think that's the one thing that we have to realize with this is 
you have to have patience in your relationship. You have to have forgiveness. You will possibly lack patience in your relationship because you don't understand. And it's not that you don't understand. It's that you can't understand because you have this idea of perfection in your head. You'll have a hard time moving on from things, right? If you're a person, a perfectionist, right? We know this with work stuff, okay? I have to check things over 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 time like you're not going to be able to move on past situations because you're going to be in your head thinking about how this could how it could have gone and you come off judgmental uh, and you'll project everything that you have experienced onto that person and that's never a good thing to do projection is so terrible I did a blog on perfection a while back that I'm going to post to my new website AngelaRoll.com I don't know if it's going to be launched by the time this podcast comes out but it's coming soon and you'll be able to check that uh that blog out on there but naturally when someone suffers with perfection we tend to look for that in our partners right that's what we call projection. We are this way, so everybody else has to fit inside that box. We tend to look for us in them. And we all seen quotes on Instagram and stuff like that where it's like, don't expect you from you. But it's not a cliche statement. It's so true. And we all fall victim to that in some capacity of just looking for us and people like they have to be us. Um, (laughs) We tend to think that if they aren't our idea of perfect, that the relationship isn't worth it. And that's never really fair. Sometimes perfection to to us looks like doing things how we want them to do or when we want them to do it and how we want them to do it we all have a way that seems right to us that's what scripture says we all have a way that seems right to us and how we think how we move absolutely has to be right (laughs) because we're the ones that doing it right you know we learned this we grew up we were trained to be this way and so it has to be the right way to do things now i am not talking about learning to be nice to others and manners and things that are just standard for us across the board right i am talking more so about the unstandardized things like how you wash clothes how you uh, do load the dishwasher how you manage your money things like that that we were trained to believe this way and because we were trained to believe it it has to be right to us things that can be learned differently is what i'm talking about things that can be learned differently than you but still may be right like the saying two things can be right at the same time and that's the case with this uh your significant other's way of managing money may be right it may be a good idea but it's just different from yours right and our way is what i'm trying to get at is not always the best way it may be a good way but it may not be the best way and this is what perfectionists have to understand that's why it's good to have a partner who adds to your life instead of takes away from it yet here we go the perfection within us is telling us that our way is the correct way it's the only way and if it's not done that way then therefore we have a problem a perfect person does not exist and i know we should know this but some of us don't know this in relationships you're never going to find the perfect person we just visualize this person right by making our list of everything we want in a person and by all means i am very pro of writing down what you want in a person but it needs to be realistic stuff 
And we don't realize that making these lists, we're making the perfect person. We're not looking for the reality in a person. Um, we're looking for somebody that's not out there. We're looking for a needle in a haystack, not even a needle in a haystack, because the person is simply not existent. You're just not going to find the perfect person. And I'm sorry to break it to you, but your idea of perfection is going to make situations in your relationships and or marriage 10 times harder for you than they need to be. You know, the argument over money and dishes and the things, those examples that I gave earlier are all things that can be de-escalated with accepting our own imperfections and just humbling ourselves to experience a new way of thinking and listening to someone else's ideas like we picked this person right so we should respect what they have to say we should respect what they have to do like we picked this person why don't we trust them why don't we trust them with you know their ideas and their thinking and, and stuff like that now now that i'm over my little tangent on perfection i just wanted to get some thoughts out on that i want to talk about someone who is worth it because this is where people get disconnected in their idea of perfection that they miss that just because somebody is imperfect it doesn't mean that they're not worth it we as people must change the narrative of who is worth it and when you think uh, about the word worth you should be thinking of value how do you value them and how do they value you and the thing about value is sometimes you will be adding to their life and sometimes they will be adding to yours. And that's why they have that 50-50. Uh, you hear people say all the time that marriage is not just 50-50. Now, again, I understand what people are saying when they say marriage is 50-50, meaning the effort must match. But when it comes to emotions and days where you're suffering, sometimes it's 80-20, sometimes it's 60-40. And to be quite honest, guys, sometimes it's 5-95. Like, just, just keeping it a buck right now. Sometimes you're just, hell, it could be 0-100 days, you know what I'm saying? So, But you need to have a partner that's adding to you. And we need to take note that you don't need a partner that is taking away from you. And what I mean is, Again, there are days where you're going to give this person all that you have that is down and vice versa. But who you are in the relationship should not, they should not be dehumanizing you or belittling you in any type of way. Like that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about adding and them not taking away from you. When you start to feel dehumanized and like you're being belittled and like, your value seems to diminish with this person, then you need to reevaluate if this person is really worth it. Now, somebody who is worth it will make mistakes. This is the key of what I want people to understand. Somebody who is worth it will make mistakes, but their effort to do better and be better is going to be present. This is the key that you have to take into consideration. Yes, this person has made mistakes, but their effort is still there. In other words, this person is going to make this mistake, they're going to take accountability, and then they're going to make the necessary changes of whatever it is that they need to work on or that may have hurt you previously in a relationship. And I said in a previous podcast, I forget which one it was, that if you have a partner who is hurting you, constantly hurting you, I mean repeatedly hurting you all the time, they know it and continuously do it, they're not worth it. Because you aren't worth it to them. What they are doing is hurting you 
but it's clearly more important than your feelings it's clearly more important than how um, your emotions are taking a toll on you so what's the point in even putting yourself through that and too many times we put ourselves through turmoil for no reason you know somebody who is worth it also but not perfect um may not have all their ducks in a row right but they're still trying to figure things out and this is where grace and compassion comes into place everybody won't be where you're at career-wise financially mentally but that doesn't mean that they won't get there and i'm a person you'll hear a lot of other relationship coaches say don't get with somebody who has potential i'm a person that moves with grace i'm a person that moves with understanding that i'm an ugly person i'm an ugly person i'm a sinful person and i want somebody to be patient and be compassionate with me so i have to realize that i have to give that back to somebody now other people don't believe that you know i may be in a in a rut right now where i can't figure things out with my life but you know, I need somebody to be patient and compassionate with me with that. And me and my husband went through that as well. I mean, he was talking about it the other day. And I forgot that at one point he had, he didn't have a job and I did. And so, still worth it. It wasn't perfect, right? But it was still worth it in the end. But I, I, I got off on a tangent. <laughs> Just because they don't have all their ducks, well, not really a tangent. I, I, I was... I got in the spirit. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, just because they they are don't have their ducks in a row doesn't mean that they're not growing in development. Developing, it's just at their pace. Uh, we all have a pace, and I've I've spoken on this before. Where if you get in somebody else's lane and try to move at their pace, guess what's going to happen? You're going to instantly fail. There is a difference in somebody who is trying and somebody who is not. And I think that's where we need to have the patience with. You know, there has been a conversation about um, dating somebody who is working at McDonald's, right? I don't discriminate because I don't know what you're doing at McDonald's. You could be going to a school to finish your degree. That could be a part-time job for you. Um, that could be, you know, something extra that you're trying to do. But because we prejudge, we don't know. And we're basing stuff off shallowness. Your idea of perfection is overcoming compassion. And it's going to leave you without companionship. Again, somebody who is worth it but not perfect won't agree with everything that you say or do but still may support you. And this is where people have a um, disconnect as well because people like to be told everything that they want to hear. Perfectionists tend to think that they are always right, right? So like I said earlier, their way is the only way. So when you have somebody who is telling you something that you don't want to hear or trying to express to you a new way, you're not going to like that because you think your way is right. However, when choosing a partner, it is imperative that you choose someone who won't always tell you. And I did a video out on this a while back when I was just doing regular YouTube and not the podcast. You know, you you need to be choosing somebody who won't always tell you the good and everything that's, you know, perfection with you. That's the one that values you the one that will correct you. And they value you because they care that you have the right information and that you make decisions carefully, right? Kind of like God. The scripture tells us that he loves, those he loves, he chastises. It tells us 
to not get upset about God correcting us. And the same thing applies when we're choosing partners in a relationship. Like we have to stop getting upset because our partner is telling us something that we don't want to hear. Like they're telling us this because they love us, because they value us. They want to see us do good. If you have a partner who's just telling you everything that you want to hear, another green flag, because it can look like a bunch of compliments you know, that's another green flag that really ultimately is a red flag. If I'm treating somebody wrong, I don't want my husband to always side with me. Understanding and then siding with me is two different things. Like he can understand why I could feel this way, right? But he's still going to tell me like, Angie, you're still, I understand why you feel this way, but you're still wrong for how you're doing whatever. You're still need to get your life together. You know, we have a code word for when we're being extra about something and we say this cold word and it's like, all right, really back in because you're getting out of control. Let's 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 get it together. <laughs> but we may look at people who tell us about ourselves as they're against us, but those are really the people that's for us. And those are the people that we want to keep in our life. And so I think you guys get the direction I'm going with this, but I want to share about three or four questions that I think you should ask yourself or things that you should think about if you are somebody or if you are with somebody and you're questioning is the relationship worth it because you're a perfectionist and you want things done how uh you want them done or when you want to leave because they aren't who you are and the first question is is why i am upset about me or is it about them and this is such a good question to ask because again perfectionism is a problem whether you have it on a large scale or a small scale it's a problem so are you devaluing them now because they aren't moving at your pace right i have to realize and i'm still realizing some things that i get agitated with my husband about are not about him they're about me you know the other day he made the bed something that he totally doesn't normally do but now i'm appreciative of when he does it but the pillows were not aligned. <laughs> the bed at the top was uneven. And I was like, mm, I was screaming on the inside. Now, the perfectionism in me was just totally upset with how he made the bed. But I realized that that's a me problem. Now, should he want a nice looking bed? Absolutely, but that's not the point. Sometimes we have to understand that maybe he didn't grow up making his bed when he was younger. Maybe, you know, men naturally are just different from women. Like they're a different breed than us. So you have to take all these things into consideration. The same thing, you know, goes for that, that man or woman that's working at McDonald's. Are you worried about how you're going to look dating somebody that works at McDonald's? Again, if you are, that's probably a you problem and not a them problem. The second question that you should ask yourself is, if you are in a relationship, have you communicated the concerns you have with your with your partner? So many of us are having, are, are upset about things that we haven't even communicated, things that we haven't even talked to our partner about. Maybe your points are valid. Maybe what you need to say will actually help them. But you don't know if, you're, if you aren't having a conversation with them, if you're just hiding your feelings and talking to your family and friends about it. And then when you have the conversation, are you being proactive instead of reactive? The conversation needs to be one that comes from a place of love, a place of concern, as opposed to a place of 
anger and hostility. That's partly why I normally don't have conversations with people until I have like truly healed from the situation and work things out because I don't want to come from a place of hostility if I haven't healed from, you know, the whatever we were going through. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just like avoid it because you'll make the situation worse. The third question that you need to be asking yourself, are you allowing time for progress and change? One thing about change, and I think we need this reminder, is that it doesn't happen overnight. Remember how I said that patience will be a problem if you are a perfectionist, right? If you're looking for perfection in your partner, they may want to change, but because you aren't allowing the process and the time for them to make the change, you become impatient. You become antsy, causing them to be more frustrated in the process, right? Because remember, this is a change for them too. They they still have to go through this too. So by you being impatient, you're causing them, them to be antsy and possibly reverting back to that behavior. And I think I may do a whole separate podcast on change so people can understand the importance of, you know, the, just the whole process of change in general. The fourth question you need to ask yourself, are you gracious with the transgressions um, that may reoccur? So just small little uh, mistakes that may be made along the way. I have a book coming out on trust and forgiveness coming soon. I'm not even going to say a date because I've been saying it's coming out for the last two years. And it's just, I want this, I want this book to be the best one that I've written. So that's why it's taking me so long. However, we talked about we talk about this in the book about you know trust and forgiveness and just how little small mistakes with change is possible but are you being gracious with this again just like you your partner is full of mistakes we're going to keep making mistakes as long as we're on earth we're going to keep messing up as long as we're here so just because someone changes doesn't mean that they won't make an error here here and there you know, they won't fall back into that rut that they may have possibly been in. So it's all about compassion, guys. Really, it's all about compassion. How compassionate are you when you are in relationships? Really think about that. A person who is worth it in closing won't do everything right. They're not going to do everything right because they're not capable of doing everything right. We think that way because that's an us problem. But they will be a person who is trying, they're putting in this effort, and they're showing up every single day to show that they want to change and that they do love you. So keep that in mind when you're being judgmental about people and just ready to leave at the first sign of them doing something wrong or whatever the case may be. So I'm Angie Roll, the team wife that turned my struggles into strength, marital woes into wins, and made the mistakes so you don't have to. I'll see you guys all next week as we talk about what true attraction is. Later, guys.